You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. Good morning, kids and kittens. You found uh, the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. Yo soy Ed Van Es. John Channer will be with us shortly. We are experiencing technical difficulties on the video side. We're working on it right now. My uh, my boy John is is getting us together. He's going to let us know when uh, when we're back on on the video side. So uh, it is Sunday, July 17th, 2022 in the year of our Lord, as John likes to say. Beautiful day here in Queens, New York. I'm beaming at you from the uh, Radio TFI Executive Tower in beautiful Queens, New York, uh, where where things have gone. We have had uh, the gremlins finally came out. It took them a couple of weeks. Oh, boy, did it. Oh, boy, did it. It took them a couple of weeks to, uh, to find their way, but... But the, uh, the, the nonsense I went through yesterday was just incredible. We've got good stuff coming up for you here over the next couple of hours. We've got in hour number two, we've got the, uh, uh, the, the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. We have uh, John's Birthdays. We've got the Wayback Machine. Looking forward to all of it. Hopefully we'll be... Uh, Back on the video, which we still don't have a studio yet. I'm not sure what's going on yet. But in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about what's in. We're going to get to the stock market report and and all of the good stuff uh, in just a minute. But while we're waiting, while we're waiting, we're going to play... we're gonna play a little tune for you. We're gonna, we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you this week's challenger. It's turning Japanese by the Vapors. All right, for our radio folks, stand by, kids and kittens, because we're going to start this all over again. As soon as I figure out where I am, it hasn't gone well. Not at all. We'll be back with you in just a moment. Stand by, kids. the taxi stand hour on radio tfi (laughs) 
join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It's John Shannon. It's John Shannon. John Shannon can't hear us. John Shannon can hear you. Yes, yes, yes. Here we are. Now, are are you sure? Are all the marbles in the bag now? Once I was stumbling and bumbling on the radio by myself there, I I mentioned to the folks that, well, it took a couple of weeks, but the gremlins finally figured out where I moved to. Boy, oh boy. They came out in numbers last night, and uh, apparently I didn't get rid of them all. Now, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, hold on, John. The screw-up we just had at the top of the hour was my fault. I I mistimed that and then tried to undo it, and that's where I made it worse. Well, guess what? What? For future reference. Here's a peek behind the curtains. Before the, for future reference, next time, if we start 30 seconds early, so what? All right. Let's, we can talk about that later. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, good morning. Uh, good morning, kids and kittens. We just we trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. Uh, unlike the <laughs> Mr. Shannon, how are you? I am just ducky. You know, here's how bad it was when I was by myself on the radio and thinking to myself, "Okay, what can I do to kill some time?" Oh, I'll do the market watch. I'll, I'll do the stock market thing. But you know what? <coughs> I don't have it printed out in front of me. I wasn't able to do that last night. It was one of the many things I couldn't accomplish. I'm depending on the cards, the graphics that we put up, which I'm doing a different method, and I can't see them until we're on the video uh, on the stream yard, thanks to John's well, suggestion. Oh, put them on the stream yard. You'll, we'll be able to see them then. Well, I couldn't see them, but well, we can see them now. Else, well, Let me tell you something else. Yeah. That... Uh, couple of minutes that you spent talking on the radio yes we weren't on it yeah because i can't hear you well we'll have to go through on the uh when we edit it and everything like that but it is basically dead air for uh all right minutes. So. so so we will uh so we're, we're gonna play like soccer this week and maybe we'll reclaim some. No, you know what? We're not going to do that. I'm not going to make life any more difficult. Mr. Shannon, how are you this week? Uh, well, about as good as can be expected for dropping fourteen hundred dollars on my Woo! Uh, vehicle. Doggy, doggy. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse it, me. It, it got to the beat of the point where I, I uh, felt I needed to uh, replace the. Uh, the front uh, struts. Now, I I have to ask. I know we were just talking about it off air. Uh, did you get the regular struts or the straight cat struts? <laughs> oh, I can tell it's going to be one of these type of oh, days. Today. Oh, you better buckle in, buddy. Buckle in. Uh, uh, first off, 
All right, I, let's do the market watch, okay? Let me get some semblance of normalcy, all right? Let me get this why, out of the way. start now after five years? I, I get that, but this is, now I'm also doing it a little differently, so, so pay attention, kids and kittens. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Gremlins. We were closed the week at $21.67, down 67 cents. Let's close the week at $12.94, down 46 cents. Tesla closed the week at $7.2020, down 32.09. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Look out, the Gremlins are coming. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, how about that, huh? Tesla's rate, uh, Tesla's racing to uh, make it to Uber and Lyft standards here. Yeah, but well, Tesla, what? Tesla bounces more than both than than literally than Lyft and Uber are worth combined. Literally. Well, this is this is true, but uh, I I don't know. It's uh, all right. So let's. I'm to the point. I realize that this is this is a regular part of our show and you know hey it's fun to watch but god it's like it they have uber and lyft have both settled into this little level of mediocrity now you know they've they've lost all that they've lost their the the stocks have lost all that value and now they're just kind of wallowing down there and there is no chance in hell all right so what you're saying what you're saying is you you're saying you you want to rename this from the from a market watch to death watch pretty much <laughs> okay so i want to talk about what's gone on here in the past 24 hours uh okay first off i want to apologize for all the mix up and screw ups that we've made so far today and it's been a bunch it really has been big time professional radio today hasn't it john been a long time since we've uh, stumbled through something like that. And uh, I want to apologize for all the scripts that are going to come in the next two hours. I promise you, they're coming. Mm. They're coming. So, yesterday, as I was uh, starting to put the show together, first things first, I had all intentions. There's something out there called the Uber Files. The uh, Christine Hubbard uh, was te- was tweeting about it. Uh and I had my, part of my plan was to spend yesterday reading up on everything that's going on uh, with this. This is it's a lot of big stuff. Unfortunately, as er, stated earlier, the Gremlins decided uh, that they found the new location. And kids and kittens, where I normally work off two monitors, I'm working off one. I spent hours trying to fix my second monitor and use a replacement. That killed a lot of my day i was unable to read the article i want to apologize for that i plan to talk about that next week without question uh so it it meant more than a few changes for me i instead of having all the real estate that i'm accustomed to to produce the show i'm down to one screen on top of i migrated to windows 11 a couple of weeks ago so there's a few new uh wrinkles here um with that, I also had to move the camera. So if you're watching us on the video, you'll see I have a new background. It's not because I wanted that new background. <laughs> I 
don't have a choice. Uh, this week, this well, but this week, on the usual background, I had something I was going to put there. I've been wanting to do it for a long, long time. Finally, I finally got it cleaned up, and it's been in storage, and it's going to hang behind me once I get everything reset again. Uh, yes, this is a window behind me now, and it's not horrible. It's it's very bland curtains intentionally for this room so I could keep it dark if need be. They're brown blinds with brown curtains, or at least they look brown to me. Eh, who knows? So I, I, I'm going to beg your forgiveness up front. I didn't have a chance to put together something for the break. I have, we're, we're going to be replaying something. So, uh, because I just plain ran out of time. Uh, it's, I've got, I've got things down to pretty much a science and putting this show together, but it still takes time to do it of which I enjoy it. Don't misunderstand me. All the, all the, uh, all the audio video we're going to play today. That's all from John. I didn't have a chance to even put together my own. So, uh, so we're, I was, we were, and then just this morning. So I apologize profusely, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, the talented John Jessica Shannon. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> hey, listen, I want to start out on kind of a lighter note here. Oh, this almost, thank you. This almost would fit into uh, the more of our just killing time, but. I think it's I think it's important nonetheless, if, even if it is a little bit on the lighter side. And I haven't brought this up, uh, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because just haven't had time or or what. But you know all about the whole uh, let's go Brandon thing with. Uh, oh, this is fantastic! Uh, oh yes, talk about with, this uh, with uh, Shaletta's young uh, son. Uh, Brandon. Um, well, there is a new there's a new wrinkle in this, and I don't know if you followed any of this over the last couple of weeks. Who me? I have. Yeah, I have. Um, so, Shaletta's uh, Shaletta's uh, son Brandon was uh, basically invited to hang out uh, at a. Uh, Raceway out in um, out in Wisconsin. Here he's he's been befriended by uh, this uh, race car driver, who, by the way, also his name is Brandon Brandon Brown. And um, he, I, I tell you, this 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 race, and I never heard of the guy. Of course, I'm not a big NASCAR fan to begin with. Uh, when I had first heard about this and heard that uh, that uh, Shaletta and the kids were going to be out there at, at this uh, raceway, and now this is a NASCAR race. It's uh, uh, it's um, Nextel or not ne- not Nextel, <laughs> Xfinity rather, Xfinity series, which is basically what the Bush uh, what the Bush Bush, series Bush. Back years ago. But uh, anyways, uh, it was it was great. Uh, this Brandon Brown put uh, put the image of uh, 
Chaletta's book, Brandon uh, spots his sign on the hood of the car. Uh, like I said, he, uh, Brandon and the, the family got to hang out in the, uh, in the, in the basically in the area where they work on the car, not the pits, but the garage. You know, where the, the garage. Well, yeah. And it was a it was a once in a lifetime experience for this young man who these days seems to be having a lot of once in a lifetime experiences and He's living the dream. And who do we have to thank for that? The Mega Q people. I want to give you a big. Because you know what? You've made everybody by the name of Brandon just a little bit happier these days. And and your little code is not a code. And we've now taken it and turned it into something really, really nice. A little boy saw his sign. And of course, the innocence of youth. He, he doesn't know what's going on. He just sees his name. I used to freak out when I would see my name someplace. And, but, and the way this is, so I say, good on you, maggots. Good on you. you if nothing else, you, you made a little boy feel so wanted and so appreciated that I, I, I just take that with you, that even though it wasn't your intention... Even though it wasn't your intention, you actually made somebody who knows nothing and cares nothing about your politics and your beliefs or any of that silliness, and you've just made this little boy's day. So, well, they, what has happened is is that a, a, a sign and a slogan that was designed for hate has turned into love. Now, this wasn't the Brandon I could, because it all started with a race car driver named Brandon. It wasn't this guy, was it? Uh, well, this didn't start because of this brand, uh, this race car driver. What happened was... There was a race. Good. Well, it was, it was at a race. Right. And the crowd was yelling... F. Joe Biden. Right. F. Joe Biden. And the announcers, for some reason, I mean, you got to realize that people that go to these damn NASCAR races, uh, you know, all the men and half of the women all are talking with a mouthful of chaw. So, I well, mean, it's. Uh, uh, but they were they were interviewing a driver. And wasn't his name Brandon. No, I don't. But I don't think that's what, because this was this wasn't a this wasn't a race that Brad that Brandon Brown was in. All right. Well, that that was my point. All right. So, no, I I know that they misunderstood what the crowd was saying. Mm. I know what the crowd. All right. So let's anyway. Let let's go back to the positive side. Uh, is Brandon. This boy is this little boy is is feeling on top of the world, and I say, <laughs> Bravo, maggots. Bravo. Good job. Good job. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That's the number uh, that if you want to uh, call in and speak to us here, we uh, 
there's something else here that I, that just started here a couple of days ago. I wanted to mention uh, for those who are uh, uh, suffering with uh, depression and have having mm-hmm. suicidal thoughts and whatnot. There is a new suicide hotline number that is being three digit suicide hotline number nine eight eight. Yes, and this now this brings. Uh, they they say it's uh, if you're having thoughts of suicide, substance use crisis, uh, or any other emotional dis- distress. Now, what that'll do, as I understand it, it will ring to a local uh, a local service where you can get help. But if if all of the if all of the or all the Lines. Operators, if you will, all the lines are busy. It will roll over to another part of the country, so it isn't like you're ever, you're going to call that number and get a busy signal or have it ring forever. So, I think it's uh, well past time that 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 they did this. I think it's a great idea, uh, and I think that uh, you know you don't. I hope that it catches on in a way. Well, you know. I have to be careful how I say that. I don't want it to have to catch on. Well, the important thing is, while it's always been there, it's now just that much easier. There is help. We all have times when we just need to vent. And we just need to talk to somebody. And we just need somebody to tell us. It's going to be okay. We can work through this. You can work through this. And sometimes, as any good taxi driver will tell you, especially night drivers, sometimes people just need an ear to listen. And uh, uh, sometimes they just want to let it out to people that they don't know because then there's no repercussions. They can say what they want. Uh, it's not a joke when I say this, that, uh, part of my job was, was like being a priest. I was the confess, you know, the confessor. People told me things that, and you just sit there and you listen to them and, uh, you know, you, because this is clearly what they need. I will never forget the story of, it was a early Sunday evening, late Sunday afternoon. I got a dispatch to a private home and I pulled up older gentleman came out and he got in and uh, before he closed the door, he started telling me how he was about 80, 82 years old, something like that. He was telling me how he had just buried his brother that week. His brother was a few years older than him. And, you know, obviously they had spent their whole lives together. They had, and he was just, and he just talked about his brother for five minutes. I didn't get get a, a word in. I didn't even get to say, hello, where to? But clearly this man desperately needed somebody to talk to. And I'm not patting myself on the back, but I kind of recognized that in a moment. And I just let him talk. And, and, you know, and there have been times in my life that I needed somebody to talk to. So if you need somebody to talk to, uh, if you're, if you're having those thoughts, 988. Call us for God's sake, but certainly 988. 
Call somebody you know. Call somebody you don't know. Call somebody. Reach out. Reach out because you need help. It's okay to need help. Anybody that that looks down upon anybody else for reaching out for help is, uh, well, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I saw that in the news, the 988. That is fantastic news. It's something that should have happened earlier, but thank goodness it's happened now. Exactly. So, <sighs> moving on here, um, you, uh, let me ask you something. How, at this point in time, uh, President Biden's in, you know, at basically his halfway point of his. Biden? Uh, Joe Biden's president? Oh, you didn't get the memo? I missed that. Oh, I watch Fo- I watch Fox News. Trump is still the president. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> oh, thank God we're all still living on Earth One. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, yet progressives seem to be upset with him. And there's already talk. I've got two stories. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read from them. Thank distance. you. Thank you. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> but they, the progressives supposedly are uh, upset with them. And listen, I understand that that Biden doesn't have the same flash and the same sizzle that Obama had. Who does? I would be bad. Yeah, Obama was one was a once in a lifetime presidency, as far as I'm concerned. But um, Biden didn't. You know, Biden doesn't have that. But I think that he's still doing his job. To the best of his ability, and progressives are, well, they're just, they're not happy with him, and I don't, I don't understand why. He has one thing that has uh, been very obvious, the man's a Catholic, and you know how we, uh, you know, how Catholics are when it comes to abortions. Mm. He has made a point, he is putting his beliefs as a Catholic on the back burner to make sure that all this uh, all this crap that happened ever since the Supreme Court went the way they did by overturning Roe he has done what he can he is using whatever power he has within the federal government to uh, to make Make it so, make it so a woman can receive an abortion if need be. So, this brings me to the first uh, the first video I want to run here real quick. This is uh, a Brian. Um, I think it's Mast, if I'm Mast. not mistaken. Repu- uh, he's uh, un- 
unlike unlike what it says here on his on the yeah. screen, yeah. he's a Republican. All right, we had a day yesterday. We explained all that. <laughs> we had a day. I miss. You know what's funny? A, a little side. Uh, this video, when I first moved it over to my my system, I mislabeled it. Mislabeled him as a Democrat. And then when I processed the video to make it to, so we could show it here, I, I said, oh, no, you got to make it a R, make it turn that D into an R. And I swore I did till just a second ago. But anyway, John, yes, uh, nobody's seen that but you and I. And anyway, and all the secrets out. Secrets so here's, out. Uh, here is here's representative mass. Marks are supposed to be directed to the chair. Madam Speaker, when is a life a life? Madam Speaker, when is a life a life? I'll open it up to the rest of my colleagues over there. I would wager none of my colleagues on the other side will tell us when life begins. Got a $20 bill here. Not worth as much as it used to be worth. I'll put it down here on the table. Any one of you or your colleagues wants to speak up and tell us when life begins, it's sitting here for you. Well, well for starters, what's that? Want to make a quick 20? Look, <laughs> when I make a quick 20, well, I used to, but my knees are just shot. It's, uh... Uh, well, I, why did I just know? Why <laughs> did I just know? Where, where else am I going to go with that? Uh, just let me say this, and, and again, part partly uh, because I screwed up. I had something that was a great response to that, a tweet that I saw that essentially laid out uh, that, you know, like in a divorce proceeding, uh, a, 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 a an unborn child is not entitled to child support or, you know, Somebody's gone through through all that. And, you know, when does life begin? Well, it, I guess it depends on who you talk to. And if you want to talk to the, the churches, for the most part, uh, when they get right down to it, they don't believe life begins uh, as, a, as a, you know, at the moment of conception. There is no life at moment of conception. Look. Again, we will preface this with John and I did not bring our uteri today, uteruses. Uh, you know, this this is an issue that needs to be resolved by women with the support of men in their lives. That being said, he's an idiot. Uh, he's an idiot, and that's all I can say about it. Look, as far as the whole abortion issue goes, I want to say I'm tired of the whole thing, but that's not a that's not fair, because I can be tired of it, because it's not going to affect me directly or even indirectly at this stage of my life. But that's not fair to everybody else out there who it is affecting directly. And uh, when does life begin? I don't know. I like to begin. I like to believe life begins when Ed shows up at the party. <laughs> but. In all seriousness, uh, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. 
I'm not a lawyer. I'm none of that stuff. I'm not a theologian. I'm just a guy with a radio show with a microphone. And you know what? what? That entitles us to offer our opinion. And it also entitles everybody else to ignore our opinion. Because yeah, remember, kids and kittens, we don't deal in facts here. We deal in opinions. <laughs> well, and that... What's the one thing we don't... What don't we talk about here, John? <laughs> look, I'm willing... Look, he just... That knucklehead put a $20 bill on the table, said, if somebody can tell me when life begins... I'll tell you when life begins, in my opinion. In your opinion. In my opinion. The exalted opinion of John Jennifer Shannon. When, I'm just going to ignore you when you say, <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it, okay? Okay, that's twice now. When, whatever that past is, that's in the woman's uterus slides out of the uterus and out of the birthing canal and breathes its first breath on its own that's when life begins baby hmm. I'm sorry that is when life begins now see now you and I, I you and I can now, now that I will Look, it, 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 it's not like things that the party don't start till you go down the water slide. I mean, there's definitely a point where uh, the fetus is formed and it's, uh, it, it's yes, it's still dependent on the mother for food and, and, and survival. But that being said, it is now, uh, it is under construction, if you will, under construction. And there certainly is a point where it is a viable life. There's there's no question about that in my mind. That being said, I don't think it begins with the water slide ride. Well, the, the log flume, if you will. I, I was I was being a little facetious with that. Well, we can't be facetious with this. Honestly, honestly, when it comes, I mean, look, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. You 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 Neanderthal. I have said John Q. John Q. Shannon. Yeah, I like that. I have, I have said in yeah. the past uh -huh. that if there was any point in time where they had to force the birth of the child, and the child could survive without being in that mother's womb obviously you need some neonatal care but let's face it you know when at the at the point where i believe most people most women are getting abortions is within that first trimester where literally what is in her uterus is nothing more than a clump of cells. And 
this whole I you know when does life begin? Because I I understand he he's all he's doing is baiting somebody. I get that. I get that game that, the, that he's playing. But I'm not an elected official. I can offer an opinion. I don't have to worry about any consequence for offering said opinion. So, Representative Mast, you can send your $20 over this way. P.O. Box, kiss my ass. St. Paul, Minnesota. You can address that to John Q. Shannon. I don't give a damn who or how. Address it. Sure you do. Sure you do. Because as, oh. we, because as we all know, it's all about you. Yeah. Isn't that right? I, Isn't that how right? I, how I wish that was the truth. Well, anyway. I, uh... What else you got there, Skippy? So, going on to the, uh... Going on now to the, uh, January 6th hearings... Uh, they uh, the committee had an interesting uh, uh, guest, uh, one uh, Jason Van uh, Tottenhove, I guess it is. Or t- he is used to be with uh, the, if I believe it's the Oath Keepers, if I'm not mistaken, but one of those radical paramilitary. Yes. Uh, and he had some opinions on this, and he uh, he spilled it out, and it was uh, it was uh, quite shocking, actually, what potentially could have happened. Let's give this a listen here, real quick. I think we need to quit mincing words and just talk about truths and. What it was going to be was an armed revolution. I mean, people died that day. Law enforcement officers died this day. There was a gallows set up in front of the Capitol. This could have been the spark that started a new civil war, and no one would have won there. I think we've gotten exceedingly lucky that more bloodshed did not happen because the potential has been there from the start. And we got very lucky that the loss of life was, and as tragic as it is, that we saw on January 6th, the potential was so much more. I do fear for this next election cycle because who knows what that might bring. If, if a president that's willing to try to instill and, and, and encourage whip up a civil war amongst his followers using lies and deceit and snake oil and regardless of the the human impact what else is he going to do if he gets elected again all bets are off at that point um and that's a scary notion i have three daughters i have a granddaughter and i fear for the world that they will inherit if we do not start holding the, these these people to account. Well, no kidding. Well, there's a man, and there's a man who's going to spend some time in jail. He, I just hope that he didn't come out there and 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 
make all these remarks just to try to avoid, uh, get a lean, uh, get a little bit more of a lenient sentence. I, I don't think so. I watched it. Uh, I don't think so, but of course, you never know. But the other fellow that was there with him, and again, I don't have my notes. Uh, after the hearing, he went up to, uh, there's a number of uh, Capitol Police and, and D.C. Metro Police officers that have been to every one of the hearings. And one of them was quoted as saying, uh, yeah, he came over and, and he offered his apologies uh, he said, and the the officer, I forget which officer, he, and he said, no, no, don't mean shit to me. I hope, maybe it means shit to him, but don't mean shit to me, your apology. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the, these two at least admit they drank the Kool-Aid and blah, 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 and, and that's fine and great, but there's still too many of them out there that are still taking sips of the Kool-Aid, and uh, no matter what you say to them. Yeah. Sips, Jesus, they're, they're, they're drinking this Kool-Aid by the gallon. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I know, it's, they're taking it by IV, and, uh, I, uh, yeah, I know, it, it, it's just, you know, it, it's not gonna, it's, people gotta start going to jail, and they gotta start, Bannon has had a change of heart, apparently, they got, they got, really got the goods on him. There's a lot of people that are now, you know, uh, have had a change of heart, if you will. Patsy Baloney, uh, the attorney, or Patsy Baloney, depending on on uh, your Siri. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he came in. He came in last Friday, and he testified, and they showed some of those clips. And I, I, I mean. We're we're starting to get it from the people, the closest people. And this is clearly, we now, we have a pretty clear idea of what Trump knew, when he knew it, what his plans were. Oh, well, let's not, let's not hesitate. Speaking of uh, what his plans were, where, where is it? Uh, oh, goodness. Oh, talking about uh, Bannon uh, here? Bannon, I thought his name was Shannon. Oh. Boy, have I been wrong about... Oh, boy, I owe some people some apologies. <laughs> yeah, here it is. And what Trump's going to do is just declare victory. Right? He's going to declare victory. It, but it, that doesn't mean he's the winner. He's just going to say he's the winner. Frankly, we did win this election. The Democrats, more of our people vote early that count. Theirs voted May. And so they're going to have a natural disadvantage and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That's our strategy. He's going to play himself a winner. So when you wake up Wednesday morning, it's going to be a firestorm. Because we're going to go in the night of, as soon as that election's over, we're going in with our lawyers. We're going to have Antifa crazy, the media crazy, the courts are crazy, and Trump's going to be sitting there mocking, tweeting shit out, you lose. <laughs> I'm the winner. I'm the king. And he'll be all over. He'll be. He'll be going. Where's Hunter? Is Hunter on a crack pipe? I mean, no. He'll be because then it doesn't matter. Remember, here's the thing. After that, Trump never has to go to a voter again. He's gonna fire Ray, the FBI director, and father. He's gonna say, "Fuck you." How about that? Because he's never gonna. He's he's done his last election. Oh, he's gonna be off the chain. He's gonna be crazy. Also, also, if Trump is if Trump is losing by ten or eleven o'clock at night, it's gonna be even crazier. You're 
Yeah. I'm directing the Attorney General to shut down all ballot places in all 50 states. It's going to be no. He's not going out easy. Trump, if Biden's winning, Trump is going to do some crazy shit. Well, there you go. Uh, that That's his right-hand man, at least at the time. Uh, going on about what the plans were and let's face it trump said it himself before the election if i win that's the way it should be if i lose they they cheated i mean according to him and his people because they were ahead at eight o'clock at night that means they won well you know just because you're ahead by 10 runs in the fifth inning that doesn't mean you call it there's no mercy rule in uh in politics lord knows there should be uh but there's no mercy rule but again this demonstrates this was the plan all along again trump he didn't tip his hand he showed his hand here look at this i'm gonna bluff you out and ain't nothing you can do about it and so far he's right so far he's right he's sitting his fat ass down there in florida and uh We've already got Ivanka for perjury. And, you know, look, it's, it's time to start rounding them up. Uh, people need to start going to jail. Uh, you and I would already be in jail, John, if anybody cared so, what we said. So, briefly on this, before I move on to uh, one more. Okay. So, we, of course, we got, the, we got the news here the other uh, day that uh, Ivana Trump... Right. Uh, passed away. And apparently, she. Did she accidentally fall down a flight of stairs? Is this what I'm understanding now? Well, from what the what the medical examiner's report was, that apparently she the cause was blunt force to her <laughs> torso. Man, and what? So, and, and and on a side note. Trump was scheduled the next day for uh, 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 a uh, some court thing. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, starts with a D. I can't think of it. I can't I can't think of the word. Uh, uh, not uh, uh, anyway. He had to be at court at a court thing. Uh, okay. Oh, I can't make it. I'm a grief. You know where he was that night? At a rally in Wisconsin or Wyoming or someplace or. Uh, well, okay, so not so not so much uh, not so much the Donald, if you will, but the kids. You feel any type of uh, uh, sympathy or empathy in that instance? You know, Don Jr. and I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say this. I don't know them personally. I don't know their relationship. Okay. She was their mother, is their mother. Far be it from me. Look, my my mom is gone uh, next week, two weeks from today. About two weeks from today is uh, will be 23 years that my mom is gone. And I still want to pick up the phone every day. Uh, so I'm not going to comment on what their relationship is, isn't, or what they should be feeling or not feeling. Now, they know where they are with that. Uh, 
And their behavior was is going to dictate exactly to you what their relationship was. The Donald winds up, you know, oh, I'm in too much grief to go to this. Uh, good God, what is that? When they interview you in court, they you talk, you... You, you mean a disposition? That's the, the deposition. He had a deposition he, he was supposed Excuse to attend. Me. Thank you very much. And, uh, oh, I'm in too much grief. And then he went to a rally that night in some other state. So he's full of, of it. He's full of it. Look, I can understand if he wanted to say, well, you know, that's my ex-wife. And, you know, it's even still your ex-wife. You, you really should... And you know what? But he's not everybody else. He's not, despite what the rest of you knuckleheads want to believe, he's not regular people. Okay? He's anything but. He really is, at heart, he's a low-life uh, scumbag, but he likes to pretend that he's high class. Okay? And by the way, uh, for those of you that don't know, it was Ivana that gave him the nickname The Donald. That's how she used to refer to him. The Donald. And by the way, Ivanka, Ivanka's real name is Ivana. Ivanka is a is a nickname. It's a derivative of of Ivana, but her actual legal name is is Ivana. Huh. All right. Well, All right, well I, just really I, quick, John. I got to reboot my sound. I'll be right back with you. Okay. When it comes to uh, uh, the Trumps in this, because let's for, and for, forget Donald uh, Trump for a moment. I'd like to forget him a lot longer than that, but Don Jr., you know, that piece of shit. Now, there's a guy who's got a lot of nerve talking about somebody being strung out on drugs. Yeah, boy, ain't that the truth. Look, I've seen... You watch him in some of these videos. I know that look. I've had that look. All right? Those eyes are... In a, they're not just glassed over. They're in another time zone. Okay? He's... Uh, and, if they, and if he's not high on something, he needs to see a doctor. Because he's got some real issues. Medical issues. Well, that goes without saying. Well, yeah, that's true. So, one last uh, one last catch here on the uh, on the whole uh, January sixth deal. Uh, going back to the election, uh, I want to. Well, actually, you know what? Let's give you a little bit of Rick Wilson. Now, Rick Wilson is with the Lincoln uh, Project, and he has his thoughts on the last hearing from last week here at uh, on the January 6th uh, committee hearings. Hey, folks, I wanted to give you a couple minutes of thoughts about the hearings today. You know, first off, I was a skeptic that these hearings could produce a continued level of spectacle and drama, which, aside from all the legal issues at hand, is something necessary for the American people's attention to stay focused on them. I love being wrong about that. Today, we saw continued evidence of not only the depth of the lie of Trump claiming that the election was, was, was stolen, but also 
the depth of the moral depravity of the people around him. You know, when Pat Cipollone, who is not a paragon of, uh, of courage here, is the one guy telling the truth uh, inside the White House that all of these plots and plans and schemes to overturn the election were complete garbage, it's astounding. When you, when you see the evidence, though, of the coordination about making the 6th a violent event, when you see the evidence that's come out, more and more of it that's come out, and the committee was brilliant today about their, their exposition of it, and even the, even the idea that Brad Parscale had a moment where he realized what he'd been involved in and what he'd done um, with Katrina Pearson in that text exchange, it's really quite remarkable. I do think, folks, there, there, there's a moment today, and Mr. Ayers um, is a guy, you know, he may fall into that category where you may say, Oh, I would never be caught up in that kind of thing. I'm not that kind of guy. You know, he's not an educated, sophisticated person. Well, guess what? That guy did the toughest thing in the country. He went out, he broke away from his tribe, and he spoke the truth. And and the fact is, he was one of the bravest folks that I, we've seen so far. And what you learn today is he was a lot braver than those people in the White House who knew what was happening and did and said nothing. Thanks, folks. Yes, Stephen Ayers was the other person, or Ayers, the guy I was referring to earlier. And yet, and yet, and yet, almost, uh, almost three years now since the election. Almost, we still get this wackadoodle. <laughs> I got news this morning that there was. Uh, very big, 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 everybody, pieces of evidence, cyber evidence from the 2020 election that we didn't even know before that now we have. It's, it's, I'm just like so excited, validated, validated, uh, multiple sources. And we also found from another source, a completely different cyber guy, um, he found, uh, more evidence from the the uh, Mesa um, data, which we have right up here in Frank's speech. So all you horrible journalists out there that are watching tonight, uh, you might want to take a look there and uh, look at what I'm talking about and uh, get your cyber guys ready. We got our guys ready. <laughs> we got our cyber guys ready. Uh, uh, Gilchrist is ready to uh, to take on the. Uh, I could not, I, I can't say I couldn't believe it when I saw that piece of video. But I'm like, dude, dude, just go back to making your crappy pillows and your, your crappy sandals and your crappy blankets and whatever the hell else. How is she still in business, by the way? That's, uh, I think you might have, uh, when, you were, when you were editing that particular video, uh, you might have edited out the bottom part where now uh, on his little network here, he is uh, his pillows now. If you type in a code, you get sixty six percent. Yeah, I off. did. I, I I just edited it down to where we just saw him. Yes, I I didn't want to see any of the other nonsense. It was what he was saying that what we want that we we're going after. Um, the thing is with him, and I supposedly. An Arizona judge has a agreed to look at this big, 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 
big evidence that so yeah yeah that's that's about it exactly uh so i I don't really care what he has to say anymore well i don't but it's like it's hard to look away it's a car wreck I guess I, I look at it just kind of like this. I mean, he's really no better. He's got a little bit bigger budget than we've got, but he, he's really no better than we are. He's got his little platform. Mm-hmm. He has his handful of people that watch and listen to him. He's better financed than we are. There's no question about well, that. That's, that's it. If we, if we had that kind of money... You know, I got to start getting something out of this uh, Shaletta makes me laugh. Tom sponsorship here. All right, as we are rapidly approaching the top of the hour, there are two, two more things I want to play. The first one is just because I love this guy. He's a knucklehead. I want to say this: if you're gay and transgender, I love you. Hey. Charles Barkley, uh, the man wouldn't know a filter. I I, I I don't even think he uses a filter for his coffee, to be quite honest. And uh, no, you're, you're probably right. And last and but last but not least, I think I know where you're going. Oh, you know exactly where I'm going. Uh, in Obergefell, the court said, no, we know better than you guys do, and now every state must uh, m- must sanction and, and permit gay marriage. Um, I think that decision was clearly wrong when it was decided. Um, it was the court overreaching. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that, Perfect. <laughs> that's for John. By the way, uh, as I told, told John last night, that will now appear on every Ted Cruz clip. And also, I, I, I made up a little thing for John so that when he wants to tweet the stuff out instead of saying, Q John Boehner, he can be able to add Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Right to every which one of his tweets. Been doing, which I have been doing. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Um, and so, so now, yeah, that's right. Uh, Cruz basically confirmed what we all what we all knew after uh, Roe was overturned. Next, next, the gays, transgenders, you're next. Yeah, so watch out, John. I mean, uh, yeah, this is they're they're, they're coming after. It sounded like like I heard something, but it sounded more like shit being jet propelled out of someone's asshole than it did really so you were watching me before the show yeah pretty <laughs> we had a tough morning here kids and kittens a tough morning so Ed is uh, the only guy i know that before he sits down in the toilet the first thing he announces is fire no well uh Something just happened here. John, uh, we go ahead. Do your thing. We missed our mark. Go ahead. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. Well, it's getting about that time. Of, well, who the hell knows about time right now? Hell, we don't know about time. But uh, we're getting ready to wrap up this first hour, and uh, we'll be back here on the other side with just killing time. 
You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I'm going to take a bath. I'll alert the media. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a pay phone, call collect. while I whip this out. <laughs> Fellow Texans, I am proudly standing here to humbly see. I assure you, and I mean it, now who says I don't speak out as plain as day and fellow Texans, I'm for progress and the flag. Long may it fly. I'm a poor boy. Come to greatness. So it follows that I cannot tell a lie. What the hell did he say? Same as usual, not a damn thing. Sidestep. Now they see me, now they don't have come and gone. And ooh, I love to sweep around the white step. Cut a little swath and leave the people alone. Governor, do you plan to take action against the chicken ranch? Now, my good friends, it behooves me. To be solemn and declare I'm for goodness and for profit And for living clean and sane daily prayer And now, my good friend, you can sleep nights I'll continue to stand tall You can trust me, for I promise I shall keep a watchful eye upon you I hear him talking, but he don't come in. Ooh, I love to dance a little sidestep. Now they see me, now they don't have and gone. And ooh, I love to sweep around the white step. Got a little swat, then leave the people on. There he is. Come on, boys. Governor, governor, mail to the people. Watch those news. Why has the chicken ranch operation been so long ignored? We should be having some acoustic problems in here. Aren't you afraid of possible payoffs and bribes? Melvin, I'm sorry. Enough of this pussyfooting, Governor. What do you intend to do about Miss Mona and the chicken ranch?
TFI streaming network once again from the Shaletta makes me laugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon over there. I think we both got a case of the munchies here <laughs> over there in the radio TFI executive tower with a window view of <laughs> Of Queens, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. I didn't even get to say this the first hour, no. but once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. Welcome aboard. It's hour two. Things have got. If you missed the first hour, you missed probably one of the most professionally, perfectly produced hours of radio and TV ever in the history of everything this went so smoothly like glass wouldn't you say it was like butter john hour one it was like butter <laughs> yeah with a bunch of uh toast crumbs in with the, the with the possible exception of the first 59 minutes other than that it was smooth as silk because you know what happens in the last minute we ain't there but anyway happy sunday everybody Happy Sunday, everybody. So, John, John, you haven't barely talked about uh, all the stuff behind you now. All the stuff. I got a printer. Yeah. That's a big deal. Here's why. For those of you paying attention or if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone, for many, 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 many moons i had wanted to send things to john that he could print out and we could have a kind of a just so we we kind of know where we all are on the show and what we're doing i ain't got a printer i don't have a printer 
Well, now he's got to print a gosh darn. He's got a dog with glasses behind him, too, which is another another issue uh, I have. But, but well, now that we now that I have a printer, I'm probably going to be printing out a few more things pertinent to the show, putting uh, putting directly behind me, too. So you mean like you're not going to you're not going to read out loud, are you? I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <sighs> are we ready for all this? Are we? Are we? Do you want to start? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and start. Go ahead and go ahead and fire up the uh, the birthdays here. What do you say we look at a few birthdays here from uh, the uh, this upcoming week? So we'll start with the 17th, which is today, and move on through to the 23rd, which is Saturday. These individuals are all going to be celebrating birthdays in this week. Uh, first, Camilla Parker Bowles will be 75 years old. The not future Queen of England. See the uh, let's see the Hoff David Hasselhoff will be <laughs> seventy years old. John, I'm going to ask you just pull pull your mic just about a half inch away from your mouth. There you go. We're getting a lot of heavy breathing right. there. Thank you. <laughs> you know, look, there were da- there were times when it's appropriate. This when you're talking about the Hoff, don't hassle the Hoff, man. Well. Then, or especially uh, when we're talking about this next individual, uh, German Chancellor Ang- Angela Merkel will be 68 years old. God bless her. The, I, I, I don't think anybody was more annoyed by Donald Trump than she was. I, I You see it on her face. Well, yeah, no, she did not hide her disdain for him whatsoever. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Moving on to the 18th, where Richard Branson will be 72 years old. Yeah, he's another billionaire who's just tossing his money around like it's he's. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, on the 19th, Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, will be 46 years old. Jeez. Oh, by the way, just to backtrack for a second, on the 18th, my brother-in-law, Arthur, turns uh, 60... Tomorrow, he turns 67. Karen's husband? Karen's husband, yes. Oh, happy birthday, Arthur. Uh, Let's see, we're going to the 20th now, where Carlos Santana will be 75 years old. You have no idea how much I wanted to have something... For that, but again, my sound effects for <laughs> for this hour, I got sacrificed last night when the gremlins arrived. So, you know, I wouldn't recognize a Santana. Song. Oh, you can always recognize, always recognize a Santana song. 
you know, you could tell me afterwards. I said, "Oh yeah, that's right." But just on just just to hear a just to hear the song, I, I could I would recognize. You you listen to that guitar, and uh, man, you just you just float away into different places. It's uh, you know, he collapsed on stage uh, last week. I heard about that. Yeah, apparently he's okay, but. You know, let's let's hope so. Seventy-five years old. Seventy-five and still going. Guys, they're all they're all uh, trying to reach the old Mick Jagger level. Oy, you know, it's Oye Como Va. Oh, also on the twentieth, Sandra O oh will be fifty-one years old. Ah! Hang on a second. Hang on one. Oh, this is killing me. This is oh, dude. Do it again. Do that again. John. On on the 20th, Sandra O oh will be 51 years old. Sandra. <laughs> yes, we have reached that level. We, we have reached that level. I got to do it again. Sandra. And who was the greatest home home run hitter in Japanese baseball? Satahara. Oh. <laughs> they don't pay me enough for this. You're right, they don't. <laughs> uh, moving on to the 21st, where Cat Stevens will be 74 years old. But what's his legal name now? What's he actually go by? I think he went back to Cat Stevens. Did he? Okay, I'll I'll accept I think that. So. I'll accept that. Uh, moving on to the twenty second, where I don't think uh, you'll recognize this name, but Shawn Michaels will be fifty seven years old. That name, <laughs> excuse me, sounds familiar, and I don't know why. Why do I? As you like to say it, he's a. Rassler. Rassler. I thought he was a wrestler. I, I I know nothing about nothing. Zero. But, um, and by the way, thanks again to uh, uh, Chris uh, Chris Tubbs last week for joining us and uh, talking about wrestling. Yeah, Shawn Michaels actually did a little bit of time in uh, in the AWA too. There you go. It's part of a tag team called the uh, Midnight Rockers. Uh, of course, he would be. Of course. Uh, boy, I tell you, you got to see this guy. Now, he's 57 years old, which makes him two years younger than me. Uh-huh. And he's, he's, the man has got, he's had a, a hell of a life, you know, besides all the uh, uh, breaks and bumps and bruises you get from, uh, from wrestling. He also had an addiction issue that was, uh, I hate to say it. Because you know he he's gotten himself clean and he's you know living the good life now, but um, oh, I tell you he looks like a man that's I swear to God he looks like a mountain man with his big grizzly beard and uh, you want uh, if you want to see something that's going to make you cry, there's a new uh, ad out for Peloton with Chris Maloney from uh, Law and Order SVU and uh, now Organized Crime. Uh, okay. for a man his age, you look it up. It's all over Twitter. Peloton, Chris Maloney. Trust me, you'll uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry. Talk about somebody. Also, that, uh, 20, go ahead. 
Also on the 22nd, uh, Selena Gomez will be 30 years old. About 30, man. That's a bit from... Anyway, I had to do it. Uh, and also on now on the 23rd, where Allison Krauss will be 51 years old. Which begs the burning question, who? Oh, uh, she's a bluegrass-style uh, singer. I'm not familiar with her. So sorry. Um, I, I'm, I know enough to know who she is. Let's put it that way. Okay. I, I mean, that's fair. I'm just, I, I, I'm not. Certainly. And, sorry. And, uh, let's see what else we got here. Daniel Radcliffe will be 33 years old. A wizarding wizard. Yes. And uh, saving this for last. Oh, boy. With uh, stains on her dress and all, Monica Lewinsky will be 49 years old. What she did is not the problem. It's what's her name that saved the dress. Okay? I don't want to get into this whole thing. That was a dis- that was a problem between a married couple, Bill and Hillary. Bill's got a type. Apparently, Monica, look, she wasn't uncute back in the day. You know, and she's paid a price. She's paid a price. But. No, absolutely. I, look, I'm just, I, I like to, I like to tease at it and what have you. I don't feel sorry for her. I mean, let's face it. She has had opportunities to, to, you know, make a little bit of hay off the whole situation. All right. So, Are we ready to close this out? Yeah, we can close it out. We're done. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you, and many more. All right. Let's take a breath. Enjoy the clear air while it's here, before it gets filled with diesel. I'm sorry, has your attention been uh, uh, taken away by somebody? Is, Is there something... I'm paying attention to my wife, my yeah. dog. Uh-huh. But not uh-huh. the show, not the audience, not me. I can Mo- I can walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. Most importantly, not me. Okay, do you have the keys there? I do have the keys. Now remember, you have to double clutch the double dutch pedal. Are we clear on that? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to crank it from the back. You hold on to it. <laughs> Did I say something funny? You're going to crank it from the back. Right, and you're going to do the other stuff I said. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> clutch, baby, clutch. Push. No, double clutch. Double clutch. There you go. I'm cranking. I'm cranking. Hey! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. I want you to head to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. Great cranking. (laughs) Good lord. No, no, my double clutches like you, John. That's all I'll say. (laughs) Anyway...
moving <laughs> moving right along here to the 18th. Yeah, but you got to double clutch first before we. Uh... Yeah, clutch this. I, it looks like I already did. Ow! Pretty much. Uh, in 1976, Nadia Comaneci, at the age of 14, becomes the first gymnast in Olympic history. You know, score. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That was to score a perfect 10 score. And she did it seven times at the Montreal Games. Yeah. You know what prevented me? There was only one thing that stopped me from from being a world-class gymnast like her. You know what that was? Uh, do tell. I wasn't her. Shit. <laughs> Language. All right. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. In uh, 1980, Billy Joel's Glass Houses album <sighs> tops the U.S. charts, featuring It's Still Rock and Roll to Me. Yeah, yeah, Billy Joel was, uh, I mean, I mean, that was, I was a teenager, I was just get, really getting into this stuff. Billy Joel was, I, I mean, he's, we all love him here, and uh, I remember when he was married to Christy Brinkley, and it was a great story, Bar, I used to work in, in my old neighborhood, uh, they went nuts. One, no, no, one one afternoon, a jeep pulls up outside. Woman runs in. It's uh, it's Christy Brinkley. They were just because the bar was near the the Lincoln Tunnel. They were coming back from wherever, and she needed to use the ladies' room. And there's Billy Joel waiting outside in the jeep. And that's that's the closest I ever. Oh, by the way, I did see Billy Joel and Elton John in concert years ago when they were touring. Never a better show will you have ever. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I could only imagine. Uh, uh, it was. We'll talk about it in detail some other time. But boy, oh boy. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to 2012 of uh, the 18th, uh, Kim Jong Un is officially appointed supreme leader of North Korea, and gives is given the rank of marshal in the Korean People's. Army. I thought his name was Kim Jong. <laughs> it doesn't get old. It does not get old. Speak for yourself. Uh, 2013 in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit files for bankruptcy, becoming the largest U.S. municipal bankruptcy ever at $18.5 billion. You know what Detroit's one saving grace was? What's that? It wasn't Cleveland. Well, there's always that. <sighs> oh boy, oh boy. Are you okay? I think we're gonna okay? I think we're gonna change the name to just killing Ed. Uh, moving on to the 19th, where in 1941, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill launches his V for Victory campaign. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, here's one you like. Also in 1941, Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry. First, appear, first appear under their own names in a cartoon, The Midnight Snack. Produced by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. I've heard of those guys. 
Ah, so have I. We've got a gorilla for sale. <clears throat> Megilla, gorilla for sale. Da, 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 da. Won't you try them? Take them home. No, won't you buy them? Take them home and try them. Gorilla for sale. See in the window, Megilla, gorilla, full of charm and appeal. Da, 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 da. Handsome, intelligent, something and sweet. He's really ideal. So if you want a little gorilla, you can call your own. Go ahead, John. A gorilla who'll be with you when you're all alone. Moving on to the Moving on. In 1881, Sioux Indian Chief Sitting Bull surrenders to U.S. federal troops. And you know you know what he said to them at the time? How? <laughs> yeah, I'm losing it. I, I'm I'm going off the edge here. I'm going off the deep end. Evans to Murgatroyd. Bet <laughs> you haven't heard that in a while, have No, you? I have not. Exit stage left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to 1969, where Apollo 11, the lunar module carrying Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, lands on the surface of the moon. Aldrin and Armstrong walk on the moon seven hours later. Michael Collins remains in orbit in the lunar module. You know, for all, it's been what, uh, 50, 60 years, 50, <coughs> 50 years, some, something like that. And no matter everything that Armstrong did on that mission, most of the young people today do not realize what a great trumpet player he was. Uh, myself included. Oh, oh, not Louis Armstrong. Oh, that's that's the punchline. Oh. oh, here's a punch for you. Oh. Uh, while we're out in space, uh, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> aptly speaking, uh, in 1976, the U.S. Viking One lands on Mars. Yeah, it did. The first Martian landing. Yeah, you know how much air they found? Uh, Nothing. That was a stretch. Uh, In 1976, (laughs) Hank Aaron hits his 755th and last home run against Dick Drago of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The Los Angeles... Go ahead, spit it out. Actually, actually, they were just the California Angels back then. There you go. There you go. And who was he playing for? Uh, the Actually, he was playing at the time, playing for the Milwaukee Brewers. That's right. And they were still in the American League. Yep. I remember. There you go. I remember. But moving on now to the 21st, where... We're not done yet. No, not quite. Wow! Uh, in nineteen, well, well, geez, if we had, a, if we weren't uh, <laughs> dragging along here, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Again, to Paul, Apollo Eleven, where Neil Again? Armstrong becomes the first person to step on the moon at two fifty-six fifteen a.m. I That's or- Greenwich Mean Time. I already did my Neil Armstrong joke. You can't, you can't separate them like this. What, yes, is, I can. what is wrong with you? All right. 
one last <laughs> one here. We move, on, we move on to the 23rd, actually. The 23rd. We're in 1966. Uh-huh. Frank Sinatra's album, Strangers in the Night, Night hits number one on the U.S. charts. He gets a Grammy for Record of the Year and Best Male Performance. Strangers in the Night. Exchanging condoms, this one's too tight. Let's try another baby. Da-da-dum. That's one thing I don't think you'll ever have to worry about. <sighs> are we done? Condoms too tight. Oh, 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 now are we done? Are we done? Now are we done? All yes, right. we are done. All right, now remember. Remember, now yes. you now you have to undouble clutch the double the double dutcher okay don't crank it spank it are you ready we're going to shut her down are you still in the rear <laughs> oh my 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 <laughs> ah Fire yeah, in the that kind of sounds like your morning bathroom visit. But, uh, Fire in the hole. Exactly. Oh, I need a moment. Jeez, that was... Uh, you need several moments. I need actually. several moments. I'm dropping things here. Uh, you can't move on without me anyway, so... Oh, oh boy, I, I am... Uh, it's not going well here. I got things dripping out of places that... <laughs> it shouldn't be dripping. Now, well, that's good to know. Ah, there we go. Now we're back. Now we're rocking and rolling because this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am confident of uh, what's coming up next. John, you tell me when you are ready, sir, because I have all the confidence in the world on what's about to happen here. All right. Well, here we go again. Uh... I was going to say, don't we have some music here? Come on, man. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, let's get into it here. Uh, let's start out uh, right off with the uh, challenger from 1980. This is The Vapors. And our current champion from 1969. This is Shocking Blue.
All right, here we go. Now, let's uh, get a little battle going here. We got a little battle going. I, I see, uh, oh my goodness, a little hair pulling going on in this. Hey, game. now. Hey. Uh. But, uh, so, all right, are you, are you ready? We have a winner. Oh, I'm ready. We have a winner here. And um, let me take care of this real quick. And now, here is... Your winner. What? No drum roll? Come on. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Your winner. And still. Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion. It's Venus from Shocking Blue 1969. Shocking Blue from 1969. Uh, they won uh, this week with 54.5% of the vote. What? They were ahead by by a landslide two days ago. I'm, I'm taking the Trump method. 
We were ahead a couple of days ago, which means we should have won. Give me the final numbers there, Bubby. The uh, well, unfortunately, the turnout on this was uh, was uh, almost as light as a midterm election. Wow. That. So um, we had a total. Of, we had a total of eleven votes. Oh my. So, uh, so it was like between. So it was like six to five. Basically, yes. Oh. Yeah, Facebook. Uh, Facebook uh, was as I sent you that. Uh, sent you in that text was a was a four nothing winner and. Um, wow! It, Holy, sm- we got smoked on Facebook. So, so what you're saying is that on Facebook, I got. Number of votes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you, my friend, have to come up with a another uh, another challenger. Here. We have a challenger. I forgot to get the year for it, but it's by one of my this one of my favorite favorite one hit wonders uh, because it's got a it's got a goyal playing trombone. And uh, it's a great song. It's Quarter Flesh with Heart in My Heart.
All right, folks, that's Quarter Flash. It's actually from 1981, Harden My Heart. There's your challenger for next week in the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. Oh, Ed. Oh, yeah, what? What What did I do? What did I forget? Uh, oh, just pr produced another another song that will uh, uh, be laying in the heat <laughs> of... Really? You're nasty, man. You're nasty. That's a good song. Have you ever known me to... First off, have you ever known me to be anything but? No. No, but I, this week I, 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 I used something I'm not very familiar with, logic. And uh, uh, I thought to myself, what's a good rock and roll tune that the same people... They kept voting in Terry Jacks and uh, Black Superman uh, would like, and yet I can still keep my uh, my my cred uh, as far as rock and roll songs go. And ah, Quarter Flesh, it's a great tune, nice nice medium tempo, gorgeous girl playing the trombone. It's uh, life life is good. Uh, is that it for now? So vote, vote early, vote often, vote numerous times. Open up new accounts if you have to. Uh, vote for Quarter Flesh uh, because Ed needs a win here. Ed, have I, I, I? What have I won once? Once, once. Come on, man. This ain't you, right. Uh, you, you gave us Mickey, which finally beat out Seasons in the Sun. I think Seasons of the Sun just died and natu died of old age. That's what I and, think happened. Uh, and then Mickey proceeded to get smoked the very next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you folks not like this? Take the racism out of it. All right, there's nothing there if you take the racism out of it. There you go. <laughs> Point exactly. Actually, if you listen to the lyrics, even I, the other day I was... Listening to it again, I go, why did I? This is Jesus. I mean, it's not, it's not hard racism, but it's it's a lot of stereotypes in there. And uh, oh yeah, let well, me. The but, thing is, you could get away with that. Well, when it came out, but it's got a really. I, I hate to do this cliche American bandstand thing, but it's got that really great beat. You know, once you get out of the uh, the, the little. Once you get past this. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah. Once you get into that, it's like, man, alive. So clearly, clearly our audience, or, or the majority of our audience, I should say, I mean, we do have a few smart people here who enjoy what I present to them, and then we have those who clearly don't. That well, being that being said, I have tried to keep things at an upbeat pace. Uh, by the way, should should harden my heart fall to uh, to penis a uh, Venus? Uh, I have one in mind right now that mm -mm -mm, it's it's a legit one hit wonder. You're gonna question it. You're gonna you're gonna question it. But boy oh boy, is it a great great tune am i gonna have to bring am i gonna have to bring uh chris murphy in oh no oh no 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 it's it's a legit song it's it's legit it was on the charts 
By, oh, by yeah. the way, because by, by our new setup here, yeah. If we have to, if we have to bring in, because I won't know up until the time we have to present it and put it out there. Yeah. But if it turns out, if we have, if there's a dispute, yeah. And our expert, Chris Murphy, says. That's a disqualification. No, no, no. That's an over-the-top ropes disqualification. No. You're done. No. You don't seem to understand, John. I understand the definition of a one-hit wonder. It was you that had the problem with it. Okay. I understand that. And we went to Chris. But there'll be no need to now because you fully understand what a one-hit wonder is. It is not the song. It is the band. Or the artist, I should say. Are we clear on that? You know, I see see a pattern developing. You know who would qualify as a one-hit wonder? The Grateful Dead. Well, they only, yeah, because they didn't have... They didn't have top 40 stuff. They had one song in the top 40. Yeah. One. So, well, you know, go ahead. So, uh, no, I forgot. Oh, I was going to say, I see a pattern developing here. You and I have different preferences when it comes to music. Oh, I'd say, I would say that. You have a tendency, in my opinion, at least at least going by what I've seen since you've been picking these songs. Mm-hmm. You like yeah the the M, the MTV era. Well, the MTV era, it's hard to any everything had a video uh, when once MTV exploded onto the scene. It's hard. I I mean, I'm not opposed. I actually have a list I'm picking from. I have a certified list that I'm using. I guess I have to work on that. I just haven't lost very often here, so I am. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. You folks are in for, believe me, you will be. He's already locked and loaded his next one. And when he has to use that, you all will be running for the door. I promise you. You'll be running for the exits. It's, uh, you know where you won't want to be? If the exit door's in the back, you won't want to be. You don't want to be in the front row. You're going to run. You're going to say, oh, I remember. Oh, my God, earworm. I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to say what it is until we have to use it. But, uh, yeah, just wait. You go so, ahead. Uh, I was hoping I'd get a little bit more feedback on this, but uh, not so much. All right. Uh, I posted uh, midweek mm-hmm. about uh, bucket lists. Yeah, you did. And I don't know. I have a couple of distinct things that are on, on the bucket list. Did I, you have? No, I, uh, I, I've done, I, I did my uh, road trip around the country, one lap around the country. I, uh, I rose from the dead. What else is no, there? What else is there? <laughs> I mean, really, what else is there? My bucket list will be uh, when I retire in about five or six years. 
Uh, I haven't decided yet. I got an idea in my head. It does not involve Minnesota. I can promise you that. It does not involve Minnesota. But uh, honestly, I, I'm considering just uh, getting a nice SUV or something and just traveling the country for four or five years till I hit about 75. And they go someplace and crawl into a hole, crawl into a nursing home. You know, it's funny you it's funny you mentioned that because that is one of two things that are really kind of up at the top. The cross country uh, trip. Yeah, I'd like to. I don't know that I'd buy a uh, vehicle mm-hmm. as much as I wouldn't mind renting a motorhome. Well. Here's what I would say about that. Uh, renting a motorhome, first off, I'm not a fan of the way they ride. Uh, I've driven them. I don't, I'm not a fan of them. If you were going to rent anything, I would rent a coach, a bus. Much safer, much smoother ride, etc., etc. Be that as it may, from my experience... If I was going to rent anything like that, I would get a mini Winnie, a small one. So that, okay, I decide I want to go, you know, for instance, you go to the Grand Canyon. Plenty of camping sites. You want to, or you just want to pull over on the side of the road and take a nap. You know, you've got your little kitchen area. You've got, you know, uh, also when you go into a city, you can actually navigate the city. You're not restricted. Oh, I agree. I agree. That, I wouldn't want anything much bigger than that either. Well, I, and I'm not talking about a 40-foot motorhome. I'm talking about no. the small ones. Uh, and not even the small, wide ones you're talking about. I'm talking one that's basically a, 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 a van with goodies in it. You know, maybe a high no. top. But uh, believe me, as someone who has uh, driven trucks and buses around New York City and larger cities, it's... Uh, it's not fun, especially if you're not familiar with the city and you don't know where you can park it. And that, that that's, prob- that's the problem. Yeah. That is the problem. Uh, when I did my trip, my lap around the country, schmooze across America 94, as we called it, and that was the official name. I have the shirt somewhere. Uh, we, uh, we did it in a custom van that belonged to my buddy Harry. And which was just the right size. We could sleep in it when need be, which we did uh, more than a couple of nights. We camped with it. We were able to park it wherever we needed to go. So, But the whole idea of driving around the country is a fabulous one. Oh, it's it's funny, too. As as somebody that both of us have driven for a living for a majority of our adult lives, Mm Mm-hmm. It's funny that the idea of still going out open road um, would be, you know, it, it, it's nice because, you know, I would have somebody, uh, you know, I have Lori to, to join me on. Right. Yeah, no, no, and, that's that's fine. It's, you know. And she she's expressed, you know, go at wanting to go on a road trip uh somewhere too but yeah i like your idea when you said something about taking the trip around the country i was kind of envious well we did one we we did one lap we did basically the the uh 
the perimeter the of the route. Yeah, yeah, more more or less. It didn't. I, I and it was fantastic. I had never been west of the Mississippi before, so uh-huh. you know I, I never slept while the vehicle was moving because it was all new to me. It was all new oh, to me. Just scenery is great. Oh, yeah. oh, it was it, it was wonderful. The thing I recommend to is try to stay off the main interstate highways as much exactly. as possible. It's it's not always advisable or possible. Sometimes that's the only way. To, you get to certain parts of the country, the interstate, the secondary roads, they all look the same. There, you know, you get out in the middle of the desert. It's just four lanes of asphalt, and uh, good luck to you. You know, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely heed the warnings. When you get to Tucumcari, New Mexico, heading west, and it's uh, that one's either 93 or 100 miles till the next services. You stop at that last gas gas station, it'll be on your right. (laughs) At least it was back then. And you make sure you've got fuel, you've checked your oil, you've checked your wiper blades, you've bought ice. Because if you break down out there, well, things are a little different now. It's cell phones and whatnot. Cell phone technology was just... We, we both had mobile phones at the time. But because of the, the cost of roaming, we only brought one phone. We only brought my buddy's phone. And we didn't keep it on. We only used it when we absolutely had to use it. Big difference now. Big difference now. It's, it's much easier to get help. But just the same, you don't want to break down in the desert. Uh, and, and you know, you lived in the desert. You're, you're, you're. But... The thing that really, the thing that really got got me was as I traveled around and back in this country, and all the other times I've I've taken road trips, is of all the great things in this country. What kind of scenery do you want? We got it. You want the mountains? Check. We got it. You want cold weather? Check. We got it. Tropics, check. We got it. What do you What do you want? We have it all. Deserts, we got it. And as you as you make this trip, and we were out about seven weeks, we saw everything. We experienced everything. I went Rocky Mountains twice each way, the desert, and, uh, you know, uh, the, the 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 swamplands of Louisiana. Uh, you know, it, it, it really is something I highly recommend. While the trip that I took was very time-consuming and all that, even if you can just get a car and drive from east to west or vice versa and take a week to do it, take your time, but it's just so great when you meet the people in the middle of the country, except Minnesota. And we stopped in Minnesota. We stopped in Minneapolis. We went to a Vikings game. I've talked about this. We went to the uh, the H H H H H Metrodome with Fouad Rivez. Uh, the Dolphins were down twenty eight nothing. They came back to tie it, and Fouad Omatic kicked the field goal at the end. Everybody was great. We had a grand old time. We were all decked out in our Dolphins gear, except for one drunk at at, at halftime. But other than that, there's a guy sitting in front of me, and we we got to chit chatting and. You know, and he admitted even it was so funny because now it's twenty eight nothing, and uh, he says, he says yeah, I'm not comfortable with this. You still got, he says, Marino still has an arm, <laughs> Marino's still conscious, <laughs> and we came back, we came back, we were in that club. But anyway, we had a great, great, great time, in in Minneapolis, and and uh, 
you know, I've talked about it before. I'd be happy to talk about it again, but not now because it's TikTok, TikTok. We're getting close, son, but not so. Real, real quick. Go ahead. Real quick. Go ahead. Have you ever have Have you ever traveled overseas? Overseas? No. Yeah. No. Neither have I. And I don't know if I've told you this or not, but my father was born in Scotland. You have mentioned that. And I would like to. I think that's the ultimate bucket list thing. I would like to go out uh, or go to Scotland and possibly try to look up where he may have, you know, where he lived. And, you know, I'm sure everything's changed there. So you want to get in touch with the rest of the Bannon family? Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I never knew any, I never knew anybody on my father's side as far mm. as family. Tons of relatives on the mother's side. Right. Nobody well, on my father's side. Well, it's so. something something to think about. I mean, that's it, it, that's your bucket list, and it works out for you. I hope it works out for you. But uh, it would be. I think it would be an interesting trip. Like I said, I've done mine. I'm fortunate that the one big thing I wanted to do, I've already accomplished. Uh, but hey, you know what? And, and you just about stepped in the bucket afterwards. <laughs> But I've kicked it. I've, I've forget the bucket list. I've kicked the bucket list. That's mine, you know. It's uh, you know. So I, I you know, look. I, I'm I'm working on a year. What is this? Thing? Ooh, that year. That year. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Well, uh, it's that time, as the gong says. Uh, this isn't the, the gong that says that we got kicked off the show, but well, maybe we actually we did. Uh, so, uh, thanks for joining us, and we will be back again next Sunday, weather permitting and technology permitting. <laughs> for Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio TFI.